Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. We're beginning today's shear in Simon Gimel. We're at the Sif Yud Gimel, which is the end of page 14. The end of page 14. So the Machaber says in Sif Yud Gimel, Lo yashtin mu'umud, a person when he is going to uh, relieve himself of ketanim should not do it standing up. Because of uh, little sprinkles of neiraglayim that can sprinkle onto his legs. Unless he's standing in a very high, unless he's standing in a high place. And therefore it won't go on his legs. Unless he is relieving himself onto loose dirt, turning the page, the Ramah says on top, what is Afar Tichuach? Pirish Karka She'ena Besula. It's Karka that's not unworked. Elo Kigon Shel Eretz Harusha. Rather, it's like earth of a, a ground that was plowed already. So it's soft ground, so you need an Eitzah of, of how the Nitzotas won't be sprinkling onto your leg. Says the Mishabura on the bottom of page 14 in Sivkaton Chav Gimel, Al Raglov, we don't want it to be Nitzan Al Raglov, because then they're going to say there's something wrong with his gid that he's that it uh, doesn't work properly. That the meiraglayim comes out doesn't come out as a as a stream. Rather, it just drips down. And if they say it's a kushavka, that means he can't have children. And then they'll cause a, a loss, false rumors about his children that they're not his children that they're mamzerim. So therefore, that's the problem with having it. Uh, Dripping on your legs, therefore one has to be very careful that he should stand in a high place. Says in the Shabruin Sivkatan Khavdalid, the in Ainlo Aitos Eluv, he doesn't have one of these Aitos, he can't be in a higher place or on soft ground. The Gam Shum Efsher Bishiva and he can't sit there either. So Yuchalasos Aitza Acheris, there is another Aitza that he can do, Shalyavalidini Tsotos, so that it will not come to have these uh, sprinkles of Miraglayam on him. And what is that? Shayisayeya Babitim Lagbiya Hagid Ktsas that he can use his baitim to lift up his gid a little bit so it won't not go on him. Or he can use some kind of thick rag to touch his aver to lift it up. And if in any of these cases still there are nitsotsos that do go on his feet, he should certainly um, clean them off. Says the Machaber Vaiter in Sif Yudalid on page Ches. A person should be careful when he releases himself of Meiraglayim not to touch his, his Ever. Unless it is from the part of the Atara and downward, which means downward means the part away from his body. From the Atara and downward, that would be okay to touch. And the reason why you should not touch is because that could lead a person to be Motsi Zara Levatola. Unless a person is married, then it would be okay for him to touch his aver when he is uh, doing meiraglayim. However, the mechaber ends off and says, "Umidas chasidus lizor afilu hanasui." However, it's appropriate midemidas chasidus to be careful even if one is married. Says the mishabur and sifkaton chafei that one should be careful not to touch the ama unless it is from the atoru lamata. Even if the aver is the kishui, it still is permissible to touch from the aver and downward, meaning away from the guf. And the reason why one wants to avoid touching his aver when he's in matal meiraglayim is if nei shemotzi zer levatolos if katan chavav. Ratzalomer means to say shayidei nigi also bagid bolidei chimum dehirhur because we're afraid that through touching his his aver he will come to have 
some inappropriate thoughts. One who wants to be ma'ayin into the seriousness of such an avera can look further into Evan Ezer, Simon Chav Yimu. Again, we said, except if he is married, Sikotan Chav Zayin, Diyeshlo Pas Vesalo, a person is married, already has his bread in his basket, meaning he has a wife, and the male of Ein Yitzro, Tofo Kolkach, and therefore his Yitzro doesn't uh, attack him that much. However, says the Meshavur, a very important point, the he Nida. However, if his wife is a Nida at that time, Oshu Baderach, or he is away and he's not with his wife, then it would be Usr, because then he loses his uh, his klal of pas v'salom. V'ayin be'evn ezer simen chav gimel says dalad afilu nasui einu muter lahoshi yad lo amo klal elo v'shosh u'toruch l'nekavav. That even a person who is married, where we say he has the heter to touch his amo because he has pas v'salom, that heter is only when he is trying to relieve himself, but not at any other time. And then we ended off in the mechaber by saying that it is midas chasidus to be careful even one who is married. If a person is relieving himself in a place where he's afraid he might fall, it's a, a little bit of a scary place. And a married person doesn't have to be careful at all because the fear that he has will override anything else and he will not have any hirhurim. Okay, let's go right there in the Machaber. Sif Tesvav. Afilu Misha Eino Nasli Even one who is not married is allowed to assist in his by using the Beitzim to move his Amma to the place that he needs it to be. Says One does not get Chimum by touching the Beitzim. There are some times where it is Mutter to actually hold on to the Amma when one is like a thick rag that does not cause any Chimum uh, or any Hirhur. However, through a regular undergarment, that would not be permissible. Some say that's not even so posher to use a, a thick rag, because we don't know what together is of how thick it has to be, so it's not clear exactly the halachas, and therefore one at, should best stay clear from such an etzah. Sif Tezayin. Like we just mentioned, there's only mutter for a married person to touch his amma if it is for the purposes of hashtana. But to rub it or do anything else to it would be forbidden. Because that would lead to chimum. And that would lead... To be motzi zeh levatolav. I am a chay odom shematir aidei beged of. Look in the chay odom that he's matir through a thick garment. Umut elitzrok zokan atachton. One is allowed to comb his uh, his hairs down down below. Ach lo yiga oz ba'ama biyada. However, he should be careful if he does that. For whatever reason, he should not touch his ama at that time. And the final mechaber. Um, in Siv Gimel, which is Siv Yud Zayin, says, in Simon Gimel, Siv Yud Zayin, Hamasha in the Kovav over Mishum Batashaktsu. One who holds it in when he has to go to the bathroom, he's over the Isra Batashaktsu. Here we'll spend a little more time than the other halachas before we start the next Simon. If you look at the Mishaburin, it's Sivkotan Lamed Aleph. So we said a person who holds it in when he has to go to the bathroom, he's over the Isra Batashaktsu. The Imasha Atzmu Luketanim, if a person holds in when he has to go Ketanim, over Mishum Batashaktsu, Umishum Lo Ye Okar. He's also over on the Isra of Lo Akar because that can cause him to be unable to have children if he holds in his Meraglayim too much. The Hamasha Melafiach, one who holds in when he feels he has to 
let go of some gas, Eno over about the shaksu, that would not be included in the Isra about the shaksu. It's a very important halacha that even though one should not hold it in when he has to go to the bathroom, however, it will not be usher mitzad about the shatsu if it is an asset of kavod avrios. We'll see examples of that in a moment. Uh, Mr. Burg is one example. We'll see other examples. Like a person has to go to a bathroom, but he's in a public area, so he's waiting until he finds a private place. So even though he's delaying going to the bathroom, that would not be an issue about the shaksu because Kavad Abrios overrides it. Let's just finish the Mishabur, then we'll see a bunch of notes. When a person goes to the bathroom, he should be careful to, uh, to wipe well. Because even if there's just a little bit of tzoa in that place, um, it's going to be a problem. Midin saying Kriyashma and saying Tfilah. So a person wants to make sure that he gets rid of all of it. It's also good, says the Mishabura, to wash off that area with water or with saliva. Now let's go to the notes and we'll see a few very important notes. And then the Mitzvah Shem will start Simen Dalit. So we'll first start with an adir shu, the note number 16. We said if a person holds back from going ketanim, it's over here, note 16. If a person holds back going ketanim, so he's over on Israel about the shaksu. Vim eno misafil on the kov of kolkach. Now it's always hard to make a gedir. You know, when are you over about the shaksu? You have to go a little bit. So here's a little gedir that they give. That if you don't have to go so so much, you just feel a, a little a little bit that you have to start going to the bathroom. So the Mishabura says later on, Sha'ino over Mishum about the Shaktu, Ubigedir Hadover Kosava Ishalavram. The Ishalavram is, is Magdir exactly when you'll be over the Isir. Sha'inkishemisiah Daito Eno Magish the Tsarakl and the Kovov. If a person gets distracted to something else and he'll forget that he has to go to the bathroom, so Eno over Lo Mishum about the Shaktu, Lo Mishum Lo Yeakar. So he'll avoid both these surim. In other words, if, it's, if you have to go only a drop, and if you're focused on it, so you feel that you have to go, but if you distract yourself with something else, someone call, calls you and you forget that you, have to, that you have to go, then already, if it's that level, that you will not be over on these Yisurim. And they bring down the shame, the stifle, that he was knowing that way, that he felt that if it just had to go a little bit, that you're not over the Yisur. Now, in terms of the Yisur of saying the Torah or Kriya Shema or Bracha, so one has to go to the bathroom, there we're going to see later on, that it's noheg b'chomi she'eno yochol lahamiras atmar parsa. Like we mentioned already, you have to be able to hold it in for for the time it takes to go parsa, which is seventy-two minutes. Afilu she'eno misave kolkach b'shir she'ispo mishum isra about the shaktu. In other words, that's more machmir than the isra about the shaktu. One has to make sure that he doesn't have to go to the bathroom within seventy-two minutes. Skipping to note seventeen, um, he says such a very important thing that even though we say this isra about the shaktu, which is a pasuk. The, the poskim say she'eno rabbanan that this iser is only midirabbanan and therefore one who has a, a choli of shulshul and his refuah is to hold it in so the nimbuke arachayim says he will not be over on the iser about the shatsu it's obviously more room to work with if it's only an iser derabbanan the main thing we said we can work with was that if it's covered abrios we will not uh, address the Baldashatsu if, if it will be an issue of Kavar Abriyas. If you look at note 20, we'll just see a couple of examples of that. Kigon Malame Torah, a person who's, who's teaching Torah, Odorish Rav, where a Rav is giving a drasha, and a person, he feels he has to go to the bathroom in the middle of his drasha, but it would be, be embarrassing for him to leave in the middle of his drasha to start going out to the bathroom. So Mishabru says later on, That's an example of Kavar Abrios, that even though he has to go to the, to the bathroom, he does not have to leave in the middle of his teaching or in the middle of his drasha. 
Skipping down to the last line of the first column in the notes. Misha Ola Bima Likro Batora Venusrach on the cover of a person who was who got an aliyah, he's up by the Torah and he has to feel he has to he has to go to the base Akise. So the Berlocha writes also that Shemipnei covered Abrios Mutilola Hamshaf Bukyasa, he can continue laning or or getting the aliyah and he does not have to leave in the middle. An additional, a bigger chiddush Chachamim says is the balkore kavua shenitzrach on the kov of the aset balkore who has to go to the who has to go to the bathroom. Af imadayin lo hischelikro in the middle of chadosh shatz of shachar, so he doesn't have enough time to go out to the bathroom. But he's the balkore and he didn't even start laning yet. Mikomakom miyesh lo busha gadova imyimna milikro ulayesh lo hakel. It's going to be embarrassing him from to go out and, and, and miss the beginning of laning, or everyone's going to look around. You know, where's the balkore? So also we can be lenient that he could he could hold it in and he could. Uh, Kavod Abrios will override the Israel about the Shaksu. Now, just one last, two last points over here. Note 21. We said if there's Toa b'Mekomos b'Mashu, then Eino Niras Afilu Gushu Yoshev. If it wouldn't be seen, even if you would sit down, we're going to see later on that it's Mutter Shir Lo Nitna Tor Lamalachi Asharis. We're not Malachim. A person can't be so exacting. So even if a person, if a person knows that if he's sitting down, it won't be seen. So that already will be okay. And the last point we said in the Mishibura was that it's good to wash off that area with water or with saliva. So what about nowadays where we have a, a fancy toilet paper that does a good job? So that's a machlokas, but in the last two lines he brings from Chaim Kenevsky that he says that nowadays sheyesh lonu niar yafel l'kinuach hu shoved maloso l'rechitza b'mayim. That's equal to using the water. In those days, I guess they used to use stones. It was hard to get it, get it all off. So there was a mila to use water or to use saliva. But nowadays, Cesar Chaim Kinyaski, not everybody agrees to this, but nowadays that we have um, proper materials in which to do it, so one would not need the water. That would take the place of the water. Now let's begin. What's the halacha of What's the nigeh for? The nigeh for and tefillah. But if you have a little bit of tzawa in that makom. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's begin now, Simon Dalad. We'll, be, we'll just begin a, a little bit. But here's the uh, gets us to a very uh, famous, well-known Machlokas. And then we'll read a few words in the Machaber, but there's a lot in the Meshavu and a lot in the notes. The Machaber says, A person should wash his hands in the morning, he should wash Negevaser, and he should make the bracha of that's all we'll see in the Machaber. That you wash Negevaser in the morning and you make it Al-Natilas Yadayim. And now we'll see in the Mishabura, a big Machlokas we've shown him, why are we making a bracha of Al-Natilas Yadayim by Negevaser in the morning. So if you look in the Mishabura, in Sifkatan Aleph, Yerchatz Yadav, Yesh Alzeh Shnei Ta'amim. There are two reasons for this, and this will, will be ca- carried through the entire simon. M- many nafgaminas between these two reasons. Harosh Kosav, the Rosh writes, L'fish Yadayim Shal Odom Askani Oseim. Because the hands of a person are very busy. It's impossible that your hands didn't touch a dirty part of your body during the night while you were sleeping. And because of that, Chazal will masakin a bracha on the natila before one says Kriyashma and one says Tfila. That's the first reason brought down by the rush, that since a person touches his hands on a dirty part of his body when he's asleep, because his hands are always moving around, therefore Chazal Masaki to make a bracha on the Tilasudayim before you say Kriyashima and you say Tvila. If you look at notes number one and two, we'll see some interesting things. Note number one he writes, Mishi Yoshin Balaila im Kefafos, one who sleeps at night with gloves on, Shabvadai Lonogo Bimakumatuna. There he knows he didn't touch a dirty part of his body. So Kasla Bibiraloko Lahal and the Bradlach will tell us later on, Shilashita Sarosh ain't sarif lito yodala boker. Elo mishum ruach ra ubli bracha. 
So according to the reason that we're washing our hands in the morning because we touched a dirty part of our body, if we know we didn't touch a dirty part of our body because we're wearing gloves, according to this reason, one would not need to wash his hands for that reason in the morning. And the only reason left will be because of the evil spirit that's there, and that you wash without a bracha. We're going to see there's two reasons, there's the Rosh and the Rashba, but there's really a third reason, which is the Ruach Ra, but the Ruach Ra alone does not warrant the Bracha. And therefore, the first point that we see over here in the Be'alacha is that if a person wore gloves and Vada did not touch a dirty part of his body, he will not need the Tila Sadayim for the din of the Rosh, but he would need for Ruach Ra, but it would not require a Bracha. Note number two points out another very important thing with the rush. So a person who knows his hands are dirty. According to the rush, you'd have to make a brach of on the netila before mincha and marv as well if you know your hands are dirty. The same way that by shachris, the reason why you're making a brach is because you know your hands are dirty and you're washing it for till you make a bracha. So if your hands are dirty before mincha, you also should have to make a bracha of the rush. Omnam, however, Le'inyan Halacha, bottom line, we're going to see later on, Shemisha Asa Trachav Le'gedolim Verotze Le'espalo, the person who goes to the bathroom, Gedolim, and he wants to daven afterwards, Afal Pishu Le'shita Suova Poskim Chayiv Le'varach Anatil Asadayim, even though according to the most Poskim, and certainly the Fida Rush, one would be Chayiv to make a Brachal Anatil Asadayim, Mikomakom Ein Lozos Mipsaka Shulchan Aruch Shom Shito Below Bracha, we pass on the Shulchan Aruch that one should not wash with a bracha in that case. So even though the feet of the rush, there would be reason for a bracha, but because, as we'll see, other reasons, the mice of the bottom line is that we would wash before the other tefillos. Without a bracha, we only make a bracha before shachras. Back to... What we're, we're talking about over here is when you wake up in the morning and you're still laying in bed, you wash with the other no? Correct. It's like, what? And the rest is similar a little bit also, like, why? He's comparing over here in the middle and say, oh, so it's not like he's doing it's called... Well, because according to the rush, the, and this is a very important point that we're going to discuss tomorrow, and the Mishabu addresses it, and the Baruch speaks more at length, that the, the bracha, the the rush, is for shachris, and therefore the question is, this interesting shayla, is if a person gets up early, and he wants to learn for an hour before the evening. So does he make the bracha on his initial washing, when he first gets up, or maybe he should wash his hands, maybe he should go to the bathroom again before the evening, wash his hands and make the then, because the bracha is really for before the evening. So we're going to address that. We do it in that, right? We'll see. We'll see what we do. We'll, right. We'll see what we do. Right. We don't. We don't make it right after we right after we wash. Usually. It sounds like we're saying doing it right when he woke up. we're keeping it simple for now. We're assuming the person's getting up and he's going straight straight to daven right afterwards. So he's washing his hands and making the bracha for the tefillah. But we'll, we'll, you're asking an excellent question, and we will certainly address it. But that's reason number one. The, the back to the second line in the mishabura. That rash because of. The Rashba brings another reason why we make a bracha of Alan Tilasadam in the morning. Lafisha Beshachar Achar Hashena Anunasim Kibriya Khadasha. He says in the morning, after we wake up from our sleep, we are like a new creation. Diksiv Khadoshim La Bikarim Rabba Munasakha. That in the morning we're like we're like new. And therefore it's Srichim Anu Lahodos Lo Yisbarach. Therefore we have to thank Akadash Baruchu, Shabiranu Lakhvodo, that he created us for his honor, Lasharso Ulavarach Shmo. And he created us for his honor to serve him and to bless his name. And because of that same very reason, we make all the birchas ashachar. So the Rash was saying that the brach of Anitavasadayim is like all the other birchas ashachar that we're, we're blessing Hashem because he's making us a bria chadosh in the morning to serve him again, a new fresh day. Therefore, this bracha also was established in the morning. Just like the Kohen Gadol used to wash his hands 
from the cure before his service in the Beis HaMikdash, so too we're washing our hands um, with a kli before we serve Hashem during the day. We hold like both reasons of the rush, that is because we're washing our hands because they're dirty and we're washing for tefillah after the night. And according to the Rashba, that we're like a Bria Chadasha, we're thanking Hashem for the new opportunity to, to serve Him. And therefore, Halacha we take on both reasons, like we'll see later on in this simon. If one did not make a brach of Anatilas Yadayim before the evening, then according to everyone, he will not make the brach after Tfilah. In no number four, he explains why. The Tfilah is like the place of a Korban. So like we just saw in the Rashba, that we're washing in the morning like the Kohen would wash before he would do the Avoda in the Beis HaMikdash, so to washing before our Avoda, and our Avoda is the Tefillah. Therefore you can't make up the Bracha after the Tefillah. Once you said Yisrael you can make the Bracha, and therefore according to everyone, both according to the, the rush that you're washing, making the Bracha for the Tefillah, so you certainly can't make a bracha after the tefillah, that's too late. And also according to the Rashba, when you're like a Kohen doing the Avodah, you wash before the Avodah, so too over here, you would have to make the bracha only before davening, not after davening. Because, the, because they're understanding that the service that you're doing, the Avodah is the Avodah Shabalev, it's, it's mainly the, it's, 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 for the, it's for the tefillah. Once you do that, you're, it's like the, the Korban's done already. Like the Avodah was done already. Right, but the bracha has to be made then, has to be made, has to be made before. Let's see one more mishabura for today. Sifkot and Beis. We said you wash Natila Shadayim in the morning and you make a bracha. Umiyad achar hanatila yevarich. Immediately after the washing, you make the bracha. Ve'ein tzarach lahamten al anigov. You don't have to wait until you dry your hands. Ve'gam hanigov einu ma'akev. And also the drying is not ma'akev, the mitzvah, as opposed to when you wash for bread. However, v'yesh ma'achimirim shelo yevarich ad achar shi'anagev yadav. Some are ma'achimir that you should not make the bracha until after you dry your hands. They hold that, the, again, the third reason that we mentioned why you wash your hands is to get rid of the ruach, the evil spirits. They hold that does not come off on the hands until after you dry them, and therefore you want to dry first to make the bracha. They hold that you can't make a bracha when you have the ruach on your hands, and therefore you should dry them. But the das of the poskim is not that way. That you can make the bracha before you dry them because you can make a bracha even though the ruach ruah is on one's hands. Kosov the Seder Hayom Shiloyigo Bimabushav Achayito. The Seder Yom writes that one should not touch his clothing until he washes Negovasar. In note number 70, he points out that Rashom Zaman Orbal says, in terms of your yarmulke, it doesn't count. The minute to put your, if your yarmulke, if you weren't wearing it at night or it fell off at night, you put it on before you wash until Sadayim. But Ubu Gemara lo mashma The Gemara is not mashma that one can't touch his clothing before he washes. Isa Babrachos Dafnon Aleph. The Gemara Brachos says on Dafnon Aleph, Al Tito Chalukha Shachris Miyadashamish Vitilbash. One should not take his, his garment in the morning from a, a Shamish to wear it. Mishum Sakonas Mazikin. That's because of a Sakona. From Mazikin, that's a little bit of the heebie-jeebie kind of thing. Rather, you should take your clothing by yourself in the place where they are. It doesn't matter, even if the Shamash washes his hands already, still, you should not take it from his hands. 
Amina Bagamara, the Gemara says, Rochets Adam Panov Yado Viraglov Bechoyo Mishum Kavod Kono. Now that we're on the topic of washing hands, we bring the Gemara that says that a person should wash his face, hands, and feet every day because of the honor of his Creator. However, Ubu Medino Senu Shein Anu Hochem Yechefim nowadays. In our places where we don't walk around barefoot, ain't Sarah Lirchot Raglov Shachras. One is not required to wash his feet in the morning, and therefore, for our purposes, we have to wash our hands and our face in the morning for the honor of our Creator. We'll stop here, and in Mitch Hashem, tomorrow, we will continue weiter in Simendalad. You have been listening to a shear from ShasIlluminated.org. For other shearim on many topics, or to hear an Eon shear on any daf in Shas, including Mara McClaimus on each shear, please visit www.shasilluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS. That's 203-312-7427 or email info at shasilluminated.org.